0: episode of From A to Zara, the podcast where we talk all things content. Very excited to have a special guest on our show today. First of all, we're talking about all things B. This episode is brought to you by the letter B. We're going to be talking blogging, obviously, branded content, and everybody's favorite type of content, babies. So welcome, Kate Gunn. Thank you very much. Kate is the digital manager for Ireland's newest parenting site, Mums Online, that is also the digital arm of Ireland's number one parenting magazine, Easy Parenting. Kate is also a blogger. Her blog is katetakes5.com. She's also a very fast runner. (laughs) So Kate, thank you for joining me. And I think we're just going to jump right in and talk about some blogging. Awesome. So you and I have both been blogging for a while. I've had Mm -hmm. a blog off and on since 2007. I've even killed a few blogs, which is really liberating if you've ever done that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but the thing that I hear people talk about, and this comes up like every couple of years, is blogging dead?
1: Is blogging dead.
0: So what Um, do you think? I mean, it can't be that dead because we're both doing it as part of our jobs. Yeah, as
1: far as I'm concerned, it is definitely not dead. Um, (laughs) It kind of depends, I guess, who you speak to. Um, and there will always be like the brand new shiny digital thing that's going to take over blogging but the longevity of blogging says something about it you know people always go back to it Um, and it's just such a lovely creative medium Um, and you can have so many different offshoots of it you know you can get into those shiny new things as well as having a blog Um, so for me it is definitely not dead it has maybe moved into a different lifespan.
0: I think I think that's a very good point, yes. And I think it's the sort of thing that people, you can't just, like in the early days, you could start a blog and not a lot of people were doing it and it was sort of easy to stand out
1: from the crowd and mm, get an audience. Definitely. I think now it's just a much more crowded area. Absolutely, much more crowded. Um, and as you say, in the early days, it was far easier to uh, stand out from the crowd and get noticed. Um, And now everybody seems to have a blog like when I started, people didn't really understand (laughs) what it was and why you would bother doing that. Why would you spend all your free time writing about like who reads it? Uh, But for me, it was more a creative outlet rather than I'm going to make loads of money from this. Um, And I just kind of I wrote about parenting and I enjoyed just the the creativity of it, really. Um, So, yeah, I do.
0: I do enjoy the people who get into it to make a lot of money. Because I wonder how that's working out
1: for them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, and certainly with the the younger generation coming into it, you know, what they see are all these stars that have, have made it. Um, and they just think that, oh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then reality ends. <laughs> very,
0: very true. So we, we both are sort of talking about personal blogs right now. But if we mm. take it into the business arena, mm. why do you think blogging is important for businesses?
1: Um, I think it is a lovely way to connect with your customers and to make your brand uh, a little more human. Um, So it's like, it's, coupled with social media it's like a conversation between you and your customers Um, and it's just not enough now to have a brand and put your product on the shelves and be ta-da there it is Uh, you need to build your story around the brand um, and get like all those kind of good feelings um, passed on to people so you're either sharing information Um, or making people laugh or, you know, giving them something as well as this product so that when people walk into the supermarket or the chemist or whatever it is, they see your product and they have that initial good reaction because they've read that brilliant blog post that you wrote about... uh, nappy cream right. you know that's like <laughs> you know it, it has uh it's it's kind of an unspoken or a, an unmeasurable value um, that great content does translate into good feelings yes and I, I
0: agree with all of that i also think for businesses it's a place where you can actually own your message mm-hmm. you know sometimes you can put it out or you can put paid ads or have someone else write for you but if you have your own company blog that's a place where you can tell your story your version of it you can sort of present the facts as you see them mm-hmm. and it's all on your url your domain right yes, it's not absolutely. going out to other absolutely places. absolutely agree and
1: and uh, as well on that on the branded content versus you know the the standard display advertising on websites um you can't always be in control of where those um pieces go so you know we were working with um a baby company um that was all about you know health and you know, like a real gentle nice baby message. Um, and their adverts were going on to you know the the biggest um, newspaper website in Ireland that was like generating you know all the, the views you could want, but their advertising was then placed alongside, you know, a, a big yellow, red and green El Paso uh, advertisement. So you know it, it wasn't um, synonymous with who they were or or their message but you're placed alongside whatever else that company is selling. Yeah. Um, so I think when you have your own blog, as you say, you're in control of that and who sees it and where, it, where it goes. Yeah,
0: it's sort of just like a central repository for all yes. the things that you want to Precisely. say and, and share with your audience, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this is this is uh, this can, this question is either for personal personal use or for companies, but mm. for people who are looking to start a blog or want to become
1: better bloggers,
0: mm. do you have any tips for them?
1: um gosh well, <laughs> as you say it's changed so much so like when I was starting off uh you know my my blog was built on blogger which makes oh my god laugh. me too <laughs> I, know, I look back <laughs> don't know on, why like, wow. but it was just so easy to use yep. um and you know the the bloggers that uh I started with we were all cobbling together our like crappy looking websites and yeah, you know the badges um, and the yeah, flashy stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> you learned how to make a badge and you learned how to make a header and they looked awful. But you know, you were you were little step by step you were creating this thing and it's like, you know, it's like building a, a go-kart from scratch and you're, you know, getting the wheels from somewhere and the pieces of wood from somewhere else. Oh, and you learn a um, lot. That and process. you learned a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Whereas nowadays mm. You can get a beautiful-looking website. You know, you've got people who are studying this. They're coming out yeah. at, like as graduates with these like amazing-looking blogs, and you know they're the Ferrari flying past your go <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, I've been doing this for six years. <laughs> and, and you can pay months. people. You
0: can pay people a lot yeah, of money to absolutely. do that for you, and now, they look amazing. That didn't used to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so uh, you know, it, it's very easy to start a blog and to have your blog looking absolutely gorgeous. Um, and that's great. You know that there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but as always, content is king. So okay. you have to be able to fill that gorgeous blog with good writing or beautiful pictures or oh. whatever it is that that you do yeah. like you said it's
0: very easy to start the harder thing is maintaining it is maintaining right? i've it. seen a lot of really sad blogs where someone got super excited and, yeah. and launched it and then there were like a, a couple of posts and then it's like just kind of yeah, dr- yeah. dribbles off and you never yeah. see anything and again. there's like the
1: you know there's a definite life cycle to a blog where you you know you start off and you're really unsure and then you get really excited and you know You meet a few more people who are like connecting with you and you're like, right, this is I'm going to make my millions out of this. (laughs) Uh, And then you get like a little bit obsessed and you're posting every day. Uh, and then you kind of tail off a little bit and then you just get into your own little mojo and you carry on you for blog sure. whenever you want to blog and then you don't blog if you don't feel like it yep. Uh, yep. and you can tell the seasoned bloggers that have kind of been through that whole life cycle are just at the other end are just going yeah I just kind of do whatever I want whenever yes. I want yes uh, and that's you know it's, it's it's just a normal process I mm-hmm, think for and I think once you do start
0: making money off of your blog once slash if you start making mm. money off of your blog it becomes more of a job oh, Oh, definitely you yeah, know and i've heard yeah. and i've heard bloggers talk about how once you get to that point it's now your responsibility to post yeah every yeah. day you have to keep up the numbers you you know your audience wants more sure. out of you your sponsors want more yeah. out of you so it really becomes um, something that and you
1: and so many people get to that point and then just lose the love of it yeah. and either drop off or you know whatever they started that blog for kind of that reason is is lost which is a bit sad yeah um but you can understand as well people want to make You know, it's a lot of time and effort and knowledge, so they want to make something out of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, Mm. for sure. Um, This is a generational question, but do you see millennials or younger people getting into blogging?
1: Um well actually we have a uh, lovely millennial uh, intern at the moment and um she is very cool and trendy and lovely and she has a blog so Oh I did not know that. <laughs> is that Mary Kate? It is. Oh and what's
0: the name of her blog? We'll get to that uh, I don't long. know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she has one we don't know the name of it.
1: <laughs> I'm we'll sure find other out. millennials are reading it though. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I just wasn't sure if it was like the kind of thing that oh, it's just something my mom does, you know. Uh, like yeah. I, I, you know, younger people may not be that because I know mm-hmm. that like Instagram and Snapchat and there are all these other places mm-hmm. where you can put stories or images that sure. you want to share.
1: Um, Yeah, and you know there is uh, there are people that that have actually moved from blogging and have had very successful blogs solely onto Instagram, and they you know they use that and they. Do their writing of blog posts sort of on Instagram, and yeah. that's worked very well for them. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think, um, yeah, people are still interested in starting blogs, and they just kind of marry it together with whatever other social media sites they want to. YouTube, I suppose, is the big one that's taking over because yeah. everything's video right now. The new generation, yeah. they you know, they go to, they want information on um, you know a, a recipe or whatever it is. They want the video version, whereas our generation would look for the written version. Um, so it's a different type of of um, search that they are doing, um, and YouTube is is the big one for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree there. Um, so let's just kind of segue into babies and and mum <laughs> bloggers, if you will, because mm. we are both sort of in that category. You mm-hmm. know, I I used to have it's funny when I started my career in blogging, I was working for a tech company, and one of our main audience pieces were, were mom bloggers. Mm-hmm. And so before I even had kids, I was hanging out with mom bloggers and I was like seeing what they did and yeah. and all of that. And then once I had my kid, I was like, Oh, this is a natural thing for my blog to mm-hmm. start talking about my kid. And I did that for about six months. And then I was like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Like I don't want to have a blog that's just about my kid, mm-hmm. you know? And so for me, it was the time when I sort of cut it off and I was like, okay, I can't, right. yeah. I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm more than this, but yeah. it's just what I didn't want it to be the Pigeon focus, yeah. yeah, of yeah. what I was writing sure. about. Because I see, I see, and it's very, it can be a very successful mm. niche for a lot of mm-hmm. women. But now there's just so many out there, mm. and so I guess, um, like, why are babies such good content?
1: <laughs> babies, why are they such good content? Um, well, because. Like everyone either has one or, you know, has a sister or brother has one or has a friend who has yeah. one. You know, it, it, it's a universal or you were one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's something that every single person can connect with. Yeah. Um, and blogging is very much like community based. So you will mm. find, um, you know, not community as in the local community, but the the, the web community. Um, so you connect with other mothers that have kids your own age or that you has the lifestyle that you want or aspire to or have. So you've, find that within that community you form your own little communities um, and that kind of feeds off each other and you genuinely become interested in these people's kids and you know what they're doing and what they're recommending and you know it it, it, it works yeah it helps that they're cute too oh well I
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Obviously>. um, <laughs> no I think yeah that's those are all good points um, so in terms of a business sense um, creating content for moms isn't easy and I've seen some brands not do it well Mm. so I guess my story or my question for you is um, how have you like have you seen some success stories have you seen companies that have done it really well
1: um I think there's lots of companies doing it really well and um you can you can tell which ones are written by mothers. I think <laughs> yeah. you know because I've read so many bad, <laughs> bad ones, and you can literally like see the collective eye roll around the, <laughs> the internet of like, oh my god, here we go. Um, whereas you know uh, seasoned mothers, they get it. You know they they're living this already. Yeah. So you know if you're a writer and a mother. You know what to put down on that page that is going to connect with people so you know the ones that we have done um that have worked really well um are the pieces that um kind of have that humorous or tongue-in-cheek element or inspiring element you know they're personal pieces they're not um you know this product because it's really good or you know it, it it's more like we did one for mother care and um, they were having a sleep safety week and our piece was on 17 ways uh you know you're a sleep deprived mom and it was you know it was it was a funny piece that people yeah. went yep that's me oh look at number seven uh, tagging their friend um yeah we got it they got it you know it's, it's those ones that people connect with um we did one for a pseudocream on life hacks for new mums and um, the same thing just handy little tips that actually do work you know they're not they're not things that companies have put out going you know number one do this it's, yeah. it's stuff that like we have done and found works. tried and, and tested and, yeah, exactly exactly yeah. Yeah um and there was another kind of inspiring one that we did for um active iron um so you know a, a, an iron supplement isn't the most exciting thing so uh, again telling people why to take the supplement isn't going to work but we did one on building strong girls and you know oh, that's cool you know how, yeah. you, how you can get your teenage girls to be strong mentally and physically um and people love that you no, know that's it's a great like, message Definitely. It's a great message, exactly. Yeah. So you're um telling a story, you're connecting with people in a human human way. Like
0: Yep, yep, that's fantastic. Those are all really good examples. Um so I've you know, with some with a lot of the work I did with mom bloggers early on, I went to a lot of blogging conferences mm. and so I saw some of the early days of companies trying to get it right. Mm. And I also saw companies that definitely made mistakes in mm. what they were doing around both branded content and reaching out to mom bloggers. There yeah. was one company, who shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. who invited a bunch of mom bloggers to, it was going to be like a a weekend camp, mm-hmm. right? Where they, all expenses paid, come to the to come to this camp, it's all for moms. Um, and then one mom showed up, she was breastfeeding, and so mm-hmm. she brought her baby, and the company actually told her that babies weren't yeah. allowed at the camp,
1: Mm-mm. and she was turned away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. It's the sort of thing where you're like, I mean, like that... Word yeah. word of that spreads very yes. quickly. It's a huge and you know you've no-no. got like
1: young PR girls who are doing a great job behind the scenes, but they don't understand why that's such a bad thing to do, you know. And exactly, whereas everyone else is cringing in the background, going, "Oh my god, like this is not going to end yes, well." Yes, and that
0: story <laughs> just got passed around yeah, from like, yeah. one conference to another. Yeah. Everyone heard about it, and you know, unfortunately, like it was word of mouth mm-hmm. in in a negative way for yeah. this company. Yeah. Um, have you? Are there any mistakes that you've seen like that? And you can keep the companies anonymous if you'd like. Um,
1: oh, yeah, there's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, things like, um, you know, the, well, the, the breastfeeding and the formula feeding is always one that where you have to be like so careful. But yeah. there's ones that have like been associated with formula feeding and they've had like sneaky events where they haven't actually said like who the company is that's running it. And then you get your goodie bag and you've got your products in there and it's like, hmm, you know, I wouldn't to come if I know <laughs> <laughs> that, that this is what it was. So, you know, being upfront, I think, is hugely important. Definitely. You know, um, definitely. you have to stand by your message and your product. Yep. Um, and also, you know, with Blogger Outreach, I did that for, you know, about um, five or six years um, with uh, Netmums in the UK. Um, and being fair to the bloggers so you know you're you're offering them um, a payment for their time and their expertise and their audience um, whereas so many companies you know do it for the exposure oh yeah that's um, what exposure is yeah, not going to pay yeah rent. you know if you do this <laughs> this this and this uh, we'll tag you on our facebook yeah. page we'll link to you you're yeah like, great. Um, and it's like well you know that's yeah. not really yeah. <laughs> that's not really a good yeah. deal. Yeah. Um so you have to understand that whole blogging world very as true. well. Yeah.
0: Yep. yep, I agree. Um, let me see here. So um oh, this is a question. So this we're sort of flopping all over the place here, but this mm-hmm. um going back to the to the mom blogger question. So I think about this often with my kiddo because mm-hmm. he is very cute and I'm putting him up in different places online. Do you think when our kids get older and you have some older children. Mm. Do you get any pushback from them on including them in a blog post or sharing a picture of them online?
1: Yeah. Well, my um, blog has changed dramatically over the years. So I started when you know the youngest was probably two, um, and he's almost nine now. So um, you know they were two, four, and six, um, and I would take pictures and write funny stories and you know plaster them all over <laughs> the internet. Um and that was fine they couldn't talk back or read, <laughs> or read <laughs> things um, and then uh, I remember the day when I was like taking photos and one of them said don't put this on Facebook and I was like aha I was like well why not and you know it was suddenly they were understanding that they were their own person yeah. and they didn't want you know whether it was aunties or friends of parents you know coming up and saying oh i saw your picture on um and so that was the moment where i had to like think about yeah. stopping and changing yeah um so uh i did and my like you know the, the the blog evolved um so i still have a like some parenting stuff but it became more lifestyle and travel and fitness and things like that yeah. um and that is totally fine too you know you've got to you've got to um Realize that they're individuals and that they have their own minds and stuff. And you don't want people being able to find everything about them, yeah. you know, when when they're a little bit older. Um, and it's a constant struggle, I think, for for our generation. Um, we want to, like, put up things about our children and, you know, we're proud of them but where is the line and when when do you stop doing that yeah, yeah.
0: definitely i think i ha- i read one blogger who said something when her son got of the age where he wanted to tell his own story mm-hmm. she sort of stepped back and said okay i you know i can no longer yeah. you know, do this in your stead like you you, you know yeah, you, you can yeah. do it yeah and you
1: get to the point where their friends are finding stuff online as well mm-hmm. and you know you, you don't want yeah. the, it's their it like it's their personal story yeah. to tell as you say yeah yeah, yeah. It's very,
0: yeah, I kind of wonder, you know, like later on, are kids gonna be like, when the employers do Google searches and they find the yeah, yeah, <laughs> the absolutely. baby story and the funny thing that I funny video that I put yeah. up, and it's like, oh, um, I hope, I hope he's not in therapy. <laughs> 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 I'll pay for it if you are. It's <laughs> fine. Of course, they will be. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let me see. I am. So we're we're talking. So when we talk about um brand creating content. You know, we've, we've talked about the importance of, of getting the message right and going about the outreach in a good way. Are there any other tips you have for brands that are looking to create content?
1: Um, there is so much content out there that you really need something to stand out from the crowd. So whether it's, you know, an expert that you bring in to write that content um, or whether you use um, an external Um, expert and their audience so for example with ourselves you know with easy parenting and mums online we would have an audience built up already so you know we can introduce you to those people Um, and you know whatever business you're in (coughs) across the board there will be those people that can introduce you um, and your brand so it's um, a question I guess of you know whether you have the resources and the knowledge and the time to do it in-house yourself or whether you're better off, you know, asking that expert company with their audience to to you yeah. know make you a friend kind of yeah. picking um, the right partner. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's a big thing, um, and also picking your uh, channel. So you know you can't be everywhere. You know you can't be Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, YouTube blogging, like it's just you know you would need a whole team to to, yeah. to cover off that. So, um, you know, find out where your audience is and cater to that. So you know if the the mums are on Facebook, go there. If you're um, you know in, in a more uh, business orientated, look at LinkedIn. Um, so it's finding it's finding what the right medium is for you and your audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. And um, I I feel like there's some brands that are a little nervous about taking risks or doing these things. And I think I see a lot of it as um, sort of experimenting, right? You test things out, you see if the message resonates, you see if you're on the right channel, and it it doesn't have to be a huge, massive test, but you definitely Mm -hmm. can sort of gauge the progress there. And then, you know, if that doesn't work, you... Pivot and you try something
1: else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no wrong, there's no like harm in in testing things, but um, I think you do have to think before you put something out there. So, um, you know, there was a there was a huge um, recent marketing campaign for a baby brand, and their entire campaign had gone through. You know, the whole marketing Mm. process. Um, And as soon as it hit the wider world, it was like, what the hell (laughs) are they (laughs) talking about? Uh, And there was a huge backlash against them because they hadn't thought it through properly. And, you know, that was a huge marketing campaign that got got through without somebody saying well you know do you not think that mums will be annoyed about this or yeah. is that the right message so yes by all means test things out but but do think right to the the, the final conclusion you know how is this going to go down with my audience yeah
0: yeah and perhaps that was an issue of not having a parent or a mom is involved in some of that, you know? Yeah. Um, And I realized this entire time we haven't talked about dads at all. I feel, I feel bad that we're leaving out the great. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're a dad blogger out there, know that we're also speaking to you. (laughs) Yeah. And they
1: have like, you know, the the dad um, bloggers are great. You know, they, they're involved in the the parent blogging community, but Mm -hmm. they also have, you know, their own community because they have their own, issues that they face that, that the moms don't understand. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, communities within communities, which is, is great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting now because I feel like online it's
0: like, it's sort of become the new local playground where you find Mm -hmm. out what people, what's been working for people, what, you know, like you find out products and tips and all that sort of thing. And I know for me, when I had, my son i didn't have a lot of friends that had kids so i really did like rely on my online mm-hmm. friends who had been there before and who had gone through some of these
1: experiences and that was uh, immensely supportive yeah yeah know? and more and more products are purchased through uh, personal recommendations yeah. um so uh you know if you follow a blogger and you trust them and you get them and they get you kind of thing you're going to be far more likely to buy a product that they say this is amazing um, you know, if, if the trust is there um, and, you know, that's that's a huge growth area. I know myself, you know, I <laughs> almost everything I buy these days has been recommended, you know, from yep. from uh, cameras uh, to food um, to beauty products to toys. Almost everything has been recommended by someone. Yep. And, you know, that's that's kind of good enough for me, yep. whereas there's so much choice out there that it's hard to pick yourself you know how do you know just from the the packaging what's going to work and what's not oh
0: for sure yes i don't think anyone goes into a purchase these days without doing yeah, some absolutely. sort of online research or asking 100%. your friends yeah yeah. yeah yeah definitely okay cool well that's actually all i have um so i thank you for joining me today um mm-hmm. and happy blogging everyone <laughs> 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 and uh
1: anything else that you want to say before we finish um, don't think so I just go back to the the first <laughs> question of his blogging dead <laughs> uh, I think you know just from the discussion it's like it's it's very obvious that it's not dead and there's so much to it you know there's yeah. there's so much involved it's it seems like a very Simple process when you're outside of it, but um, yeah, the intricacies of, of, um, you know, the internal uh, workings and communities and all that, um, you know, it's, there's a lot to it, Um, but I would recommend it to anyone. I think it's brilliant. It's easy to start up. Um and if you don't like it, then you can just stop and delete <laughs> it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, I've done that. You see, yeah. you can you can take that blog
0: down if you're if you're not happy with it. So excellent! Thank you so much for your Thank time. You I appreciate so much. it. I'm okay, sorry. and join us next time for from A to Zara. Bye.